goodness. We cannot wait. Awesome. This is so exciting. This is a Tinder success story. Yes. Yep. And yep. an engagement and marriage in the works. Yep. You are tuning in to Slightly Balanced, hosted by Tia and Petey. This show is all about all things positivity, business, entrepreneurship, relationships, and mental health. We encourage you to listen if you are looking for a relatable community that will cheer you on in life. This episode is sponsored in part by the Barn at Aspen Acres, inviting you to unite, grow, and celebrate together. And by Blue Spruce Coffee Truck, a mobile coffee delivery service available to pour you some love. Welcome back to another episode of Slightly Balanced, where we are going to give you a little dose of happiness, some jokes, some assertive bravery and love segment. Awesome interview. Awesome interview. We're super excited about this one. We loved it. This month has been cram-packed with interviews, so we hope you guys enjoy them. I know. Let us know your feedback or if you have people that you want us to interview. So getting right started in with some good old jokes. Tia time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, Petey decided that we should Google (laughs) the best corny jokes for kids. (laughs) So we're getting really good with these. I'm going to read the top four. Then we can listen to some more next week. Oh gosh. There's 190 of them. Watch out for the record. (laughs) I don't know what she's about to say. All right. What do you call a dinosaur that is sleeping? A snorosaurus. Close. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> a dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Okay. What is fast? <laughs> what is fast, loud, and crunchy? Chips. No. A rocket chip. <laughs> <laughs> a rocket chip. That's okay. Pretty good. You're good at guessing this. I'm week. sorry. Good job. I'm, this is. Well, I hope so. It's corny jokes for kids. <laughs> okay. Why did the teddy bear say no to dessert? Why? Because she was stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really funny. That's a good one. I kind of want to leave it there, but let's go one more. You want to do one more? Are you sure? You don't yeah, want to stop all your head? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> what has ears but cannot hear? what a cornfield <laughs> <laughs> i think if i was not hard enough about that one i think i could have gotten it <laughs> oh whoops all right let's go on to, to our, our happiness segment. segment so our happiness segment we will also post to our page and we will also sneak a little clip from it but it is a, a video of this woman's fiance singing that's amore to his beloved pitbull uh, so in this sweet little video from Jen Anderson, her fiance can be heard singing the sultry Dean Martin song from the comfort of his office. Anderson sneaked up to sneaked up, snuck up. I don't know. <laughs> it should be snuck up to his doorway and peeked her phone around the corner only to capture the footage of him singing the iconic ballad to his beloved pit bull lady. Rather than interrupting the sweet exchange, Anderson quietly captures her fiance and his furry friend lady staring lovingly into each other's eyes. And the video is adorable. So check it out on our Facebook page. It is so sweet. I don't know how many times I just have conversations with Ryder. My other two dogs are pretty dumb, but Ryder's pretty smart. And I just talked to her and she's just the smartest little thing. So I feel like I relate to this. I don't know how you feel about bro. No, it's basically another human. He just doesn't talk back. (laughs) Which is the best kind of dog. Best kind of human friend. (laughs) So our happiness segment is take time for your little furry friends. Oh, you love. 
All right, up next is our assertive segment. Um, we're going to be talking, you know, in this month about the World Wide Web. Oh, World yeah. Wide Web. That is our theme for February, if you don't know yet. It is the World Wide Web and how it affects us in every facet of our lives. So the assertive segment that we really want to um, kind of lay into here is how it's kind of changed us. Mm-hmm. Um, good, bad, ugly. Let's Everything in between. It. Yeah. So um, these are interesting. There's from the Washington Post. We have um, th- 36 ways the web has changed us. So we multitask more. Dun, dun, dun. Which I think is definitely true. Yeah. We're recording a podcast while searching the web. Yeah. It's good. And returning messages and emails at the same time. At least I am. Yeah, checking out the Facebook. <laughs> You're on Facebook. <laughs> I like over she's like scrolling. <laughs> um, there's no such thing as dead time, which is Ooh, like... This kind of goes back to what you were saying. Yeah. So people don't care about like waiting in lines anymore because um, they're going to get on their phone or wait. They have something to do. Something to distract them. So Petey had like a super long line the other week with mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. hut and that's, you know, people that, are that gives That makes me feel better when you say that. I'm like, yeah. okay, they can just scroll on Facebook while they're waiting, I guess, for their coffee. Return to their emails. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's okay. Um, like they even say on here, for nearly 40% of smartphone owners use their phone in the bathroom. Do you, this is a question, do you, yours, do you yeah. use yours? You do? Yep. Oh, I don't. Yep. I get in, get out, mission completed. <laughs> I always wash my hands though. Oh yeah. It's gross. Anyways, um number three, political campaigns are won and maybe lost online. online. So we won't go there because that's too political. We won't call it talk politics, but it is true. It is true. It's funny when I was in school they they used the Kennedy Nixon um campaign and debate because they said Nixon like looked really sweaty. Where I, on, like when they did the interview on TV, yeah. it was like the first broadcast um, debate on TV, and Nixon was like, really sweaty and clammy. And you could tell. Think but, about how far we've come. But Kennedy had a team that actually doctored him, and he won it from because visually. So the people who that watched it on TV said Kennedy won, but when people heard it, they said Nixon Nixon won. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think there is definitely power in social media and the different forms of communication. Really, that's so interesting. Number four is we are no longer, we no longer send telegrams. Don't even mention cards and letters. That's true. It's so true. It is true. I feel like it takes so much effort to mail a letter. But I've been like, so for work, we get checks in the mail for, from our brides for their payments. Oh yeah. And I just love when they like write a little note to me or they send thank you cards with it. I'm just, I love it. Yeah. I'm a big thank you person. Yeah. I'm a big believer in the old methods still. Yeah. Uh, number five, we are our own doctors, and we will also be having an interview that pertains to this as well. Yeah. As you guys know, Tia's husband is a doctor, or if you're a new listener, you now know that Tia's husband's a doctor. Um, so we're going to dive into that a little bit, I, but I can personally say from a personal standpoint, WebMD has definitely diagnosed me with three dying diseases many times. <laughs> <laughs> and it says in here that like in the past, my mother, a nurse, used to crack out the hefty book uh, about the Mayo Clinic when there was a rash or a cough to try and figure it out. Oh, yeah. Now she likes 72% of the internet users goes online for health information. So it's slightly scary, but we'll get to it. Yeah. 
Um, and this one's so funny. Entirely average people are somehow celebrities. This is so, so true. It's so true. <laughs> so the uh, we'll, we can put this up, but it's called the Insta Famous documentary. But there, it is like you can so become famous, and oh like, yeah, you can wear a shirt on a TV show and like for some reason become famous famous yeah it's crazy. just some of the most minute things can send you into lots of money money evidently i have yet to do that yeah come on podcast come on number seven <laughs> no one needs phone books this is also true i just google phone numbers to establishments yep chinese i, just, I can just google it up i just had i just went to my family my grandma's 90th birthday party and somebody's like hey so it was they were talking to my aunt and they're like hey are you in the book and i was like the book the book what book the book (laughs) (laughs) but you know for them it's like they live out in the no service zone docks boonies yeah so it's still a thing where we live in and out in the boonies but (laughs) that is how people stay connected out there Mm -hmm. uh number eight we're more socially connected than we were pre-internet yeah i think facebook is instagram yeah all of those things is actually still like connecting us better and more and i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing yeah i don't think that i would have i don't think i'd ever stay in contact with any of my like schoolmates from high school or college even if it weren't for facebook yeah i think that one's so interesting uh number nine watches serve no functional purpose i disagree hmm i disagree with this i have an iWatch. i know so that's just like next level because we're still connected we are still connected yeah at our wrists sometimes that's a blessing and sometimes it's horrible i know Number 10, it's really easy to cheat at bar trivia. <laughs> oh, I yes. I, oh, I've gone to bar trivia and I know the lady next to me is cheating. And I'm like, Susan, I'm not <laughs> looking this up. You shouldn't be either. <laughs> so this would be an interesting podcast about how the phone world, maybe we can interview a teacher about how much it's changed like for t- test taking and oh, what yeah. are some of the regulations that they have to put around it. Duly noted. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Music discovery lost its magic. Oh, I think so. I think there's so many people that are like mass producing music and just not putting the quality and time into it and just like shooting it out there as quick as they can. So I feel there's just so much more music and it's not as special. Whereas people would get excited for a CD release because it took so much time and effort to put it into that. And then now they can just upload something to iTunes and roll with it or whatever YouTube or yeah, I definitely agree with that. Number 12 is related. We don't need music stores. I think that's also true, which is also sad. Do you remember back in the day when you would like, I don't know, we had a bookstore in Rapid City called Borders and you'd go in, they had like the CD displays and you'd like press the button and put the big O headphones on and listen to it. Except for I heard vinyls coming back and that there was somebody that had to like release their vinyl like two months later for their music because (laughs) it takes that long to press vinyl. Oh my gosh. So imagine the amount of time that we've been able to like produce and get things back out. That's crazy. Number 13, we sleep less. Yep. Blue light. Yep. We work less. Mm. I would say work more, work longer, maybe not work more because I'm just connected to everybody at all times through my phone. Yeah. That's interesting. This is definitely could be go either way. Mm -hmm. We socialize, party and relax less. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would probably say that too. We don't memorize phone numbers. <laughs> uh, the only, I know my phone number in Slades. That's it. Yeah, I still know some. And 911, I guess I know three. <laughs> <laughs> I know three phone numbers. Oh man, that's really funny. Okay. 
Um, we watch TV shows and movies wherever we want. This is or, or whenever, whenever we, we want. want. This is so true. Yep. Yeah, have you, are you a person that watches TV shows on your phone? No, no I can't. I'm I not can't either. get behind that. I can't. But either. I do watch them on my computer or something. Yeah. I like iPad. Yeah. There are TV shows called Online Dating Rituals of the American Male, and I can't. I can has news tunes. I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. But the Online Dating Rituals of the American Male, I definitely know. But I haven't personally watched it. Um, but that just shows goes to show you how impactful the internet has been enough to uh, have a TV show about it. <laughs> uh, there's no more checks the paper for sports scores or the weather. I get up every morning and check the weather on my phone. I know. Or I too. ask Google because we have a Google Home system. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Google, what's the temperature going to be like today? I'll let you know. Many languages have died out. Hmm, I didn't know this. They are, are in the process of doing so. Only 5% of the world's 7,700 languages have migrated to the internet, leading some scholars to believe they'll fade out entirely within the next 100 years. That is sad. That is kind of sad. That's very interesting. This is an interesting article. Mm-hmm. That's, Me- wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, nude photos refuse to die. It's true. Once you put that, once you revenge make porn that, is what it's called. the revenge porn, that's awful. <laughs> but once you put it out in the world, it's out there forever. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. I would hate to be like a politician or something. Like people probably build, I didn't, I don't think I did anything wrong, but like, you know, what, what can they dig up? Like, it's scary. Lots of things, yeah. which is a good segue into the next one, which is information wants to be free. Mm. It's true. Cause it is once it's like cybertized or whatever you want to call it, it's yep. turned into little itty bitty numbers. Anybody can access it at any point. It's just a code, really, if you think about it. out there. Yeah. We cook from computers. I do. I'm guilty of this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Google, how do I make gravy? Like, you know, seriously. Or Pinterest. Or Pinterest. Pinterest has my whole life on there for food. If that, that ever went down, I would not know how to make a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good cook. Can you tell? We, uh, we don't wait in lines at banks. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mobile deposit everything. That's awesome. That I can anyways. All my internet or all my credit card transactions automatically go deposited. And yeah. then my... Um, and that all changed checks. because of the world yeah. wide web. Well, now when I get cash, I have to deposit that in person. But yeah. Um, we don't wait in line at stores. So Walmart pickup. Yeah. Um, okay, we can skip those. We can skip those. High school reunions are entirely, are entirely unnecessary, really. Yeah. Because we are always connected. We don't use encyclopedias or other reference works. I cannot tell you the last time I used an encyclopedia. I know. Just Google Middle it. Middle school? Middle Google school, I think. It. It's worth a Google. We don't meet in dog parks or at bars. Oh, I disagree. I meet at dog parks all the time. No, 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 no. That's not what it's saying. They're saying that online dating has replaced it. Oh. <laughs> not like you just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mind me. Calling him a liar. <laughs> okay. Serendipity is dead. I also agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Privacy is dead, too. I also agree with that. Agreed. I, did I tell you about the time I went to a haunted house? Uh, no. I went to a haunted house in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it was, it was, I did not know this, but it was a Christian-based haunted house, and they made you sign these waivers. Oh, no. And you were in a group with, like, probably 30 other people, and the first room they take you into is, like, the first stage of hell, and he's, like, a creep, like, a creepy guy on the internet, and they pulled up all my personal information on oh my gosh, on like 12 that's different so screens, creepy. like where I lived, where my parents lived, all pictures of my family members who I'm related to, what my job was, what I had done yesterday. Everything was pulled up for this 30 people to display. Oh, no, that's creepy. Oh, it scared the ever-leaving bejeebus out of me. So, yeah, privacy is not a real... You have no privacy on the internet. We're closer to each other than we were before. 
I disagree with this. Mm, yeah, no. I think surface I think level it, close. Yeah. I was like, everyone's like um, a mile wide, like an inch deep versus like a mile deep. Mile deep, yeah. Deep. Next one, we self-medicate, but not with drugs or alcohol. Thank you, WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> Reality and fiction are no longer distinct things. That's also true. Yeah. This has been a really cool You don't know what's true and what, you know, you don't know what's true or not true of someone's life. (laughs) You could just recreate your whole life on there. The next one is cats. (laughs) All the cat memes. (laughs) All the cat memes. This is so funny. Oh, this is such a great little um, segment. segment. I love it. Yeah. So think about the way that um, the internet has shaped and changed the business world has shaped and changed your world that you live in every day. Blue Spruce Coffee Truck is a mobile coffee delivery service available for daily deliveries as well as weddings, church functions, and sporting events. Visit us on Facebook to see how we can be a part of your next event. The Barn and Aspen Acres is a simplistic, modern, farmhouse-style wedding and event center that is now booking for 2020 and 2021. To learn more and book your event, visit www.blackhillsbarn.com. So for our bravery segment, it's We're going to be talking again about social media this whole month. It's about World Wide Web. And it's talking about social media and making you lonely. And so this first article is going to be from, um, it's called SciCom and not so social media, how social media increases loneliness. So basically this article is talking about how um, we kind of see, well, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. For sure. You kind of see the internet and um, you get lonely from seeing what other people are doing or who they're hanging out with or what social things are going on in life or, you know, that new car, that new promotion, that new job. Um, and so you get a sense of inadequacy when you're just on constantly on Facebook or other forms of social media, just seeping in everybody's accomplishments accomplishments all the time yeah and like i feel like it really makes you compare yourself to others this is a really interesting line in the article and it says um it is common for social anxiety sufferers to open social media apps to temporarily fill some kind of connection to others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think it's true the Cigna Health Insurance Company, 46% of respondents reported sometimes are always feeling alone. How big of a role does social media play on these high loneliness figures? That depends on how you interact on the internet. Studies suggest that using Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and similar social media apps to keep in touch with friends and forge off um, offline connections can add vitality and communication to your life. But for others, can also be very detrimental depending on how you use it. So that led me to my next article that I found that was from Harvard Health. And they talk about dieting on social media. Oh. Yeah. So it says when it comes to social media, think snack-sized portions. I like this. Yeah. So um, successful strategies for social media is instead of taking it in in one giant chunk or like, Mm -hmm. you know, like 30 minutes, 20. I know it sounds like a lot, but I get sucked into social media for long durations of time. I I feel like I'm better at this, like the snack size than Dan is. Um, And what I realize is when you do snack size portions, 
the same content keeps coming up and up and then you don't feel like you need it as much. Oh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I've already seen it. So then you just like mm-hmm. stop scrolling because you've already seen, you know, the top 10 things and then you can move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely say where Dan can get like, you know, five minutes of scrolling and and all be same or I mean, different, um, different information because he hasn't been in. Yeah. Throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So basically, um, for your mental well-being, um, I think it's best not to sit on Facebook for long durations of times or other social medias, um, but rather do five minutes here and there. And while I know my friend Shelby, she, her, her and her boyfriend and two other couples that they're talking, or one other couple, they're just completely doing a purge of Facebook. I like it. And then reintroducing it at the end of the month. It's so healthy. Oh, Yeah really, really healthy. I think when I go on vacations, when I'm not on social media and I feel so liberated by that. Yeah. And you don't even realize that you think it's just vacation, but it's actually because you're like relieving yourself from yeah societal pressures. I think you don't have to live up to anybody's standards, but your own at that point. So I guess our favorite segment is just kind of use snack size portions and diet from social media. Use healthy intakes, kind of like eating food. You're not going to, you know, be gluttonous and take in large portions of Cheetos. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. <laughs> but it's not a good outcome. So take three che- Cheetos of Facebook time. Now and, we want and Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our next one is going to be our love segment. And we hope today that you get to enjoy our wonderful interview from Mr. Tori Langer and uh, how he met his uh, future fiance on Tinder and what that looked like for him as a young man and how their relationship developed. Cause I feel like a lot, a lot of relationships today develop online from yeah. online dating. So take a listen to that. Okay, we here today with us, we have Tori Langer. I went to high school with him, and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit today about his love story and his success his success with the World Wide Web. So uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We're doing awesome. So I guess tell us a little bit. I want to know, well, we want to know a little bit before. So like how successful was online dating for you up to this point? What was, what was your experience with it? Um, and then how did you meet your, your now girlfriend and how have things gone, I guess, since then? Yeah. So, um, you know, I've, uh, I've always heard, you know, I think it's more or less our generation's kind of a thing to do the online kind of a way. Um, it's more relaxed that way. We're already on our phones all the time. I mean, that was kind of my draw to it. I could create a connection with someone that I might not have been able to meet, you know, out and about at Walmart, at a bar, you know, just going out places and meeting them. That that gives you more opportunity. Um, so that's what kind of drew me to um, trying to find someone through online. Mm-hmm. Now, um, did you use Tinder or, because yes. I know that, what is there? There's Tinder, Hinge, what else is there? Bumble. There, there's, there's a bunch so of different many. ones. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know a lot of them, honestly. I just knew mm-hmm. of Tinder. Okay. Um, and that, and that's how I met my, my, uh, my girlfriend, Allie. And she's like the cutest thing. I'll just describe her for you guys really fast. She's like the cutest little redhead. She's an amazing writer. She's a published author and she's now correct me on this story. She did get another, um, publishing contract to write even more books. Correct. Yes, that's correct. And she's like young and cute and has like such a future. She's amazing. I love her so much. You can shout out her books if you'd like. Uh, her books are uh, The Helm of Darkness um, by A.P. Mobley. Um, the second one came out a few months ago. Uh, she has a tie-in novella that's a prequel to it. 
And the third and final one will be coming out next year. Oh my gosh. She has to be working so hard on that. Oh my goodness. So you're busy. Oh, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about, you know, did she approach you on Tinder? Did you approach her on Tinder? How did this look? Um, so with Tinder, um, you know, there is a mile radius. Um, and we were actually right at the cusp because I live in Spearfish, South Dakota. She lives in Gillette. Um, so it's mile, like what, 90 miles? Yep. 90 miles on the cutoff for range is a hundred. So oh. <laughs> yep. We were just living in the right spot. To, to be able to meet. Um, and I approached her first, um, knowing now, I mean, almost dating two years and going further along and, you know, buying an engagement ring. Um, oh, which I want to hear all about that, by the way. <laughs> Wait, um, do you want to release that? It's, it is fine. It is, okay. it is good. Yep. It's probably because she doesn't know we exist or knows anything about a podcast, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so I messaged her first and that's always the hardest part is trying to figure out how to approach someone and make yourself seem interesting enough to talk to. And appealing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, Cause you don't want to come off weird. You also don't want to come off like, like a jerk or you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, yep. for sure. <laughs> um, so I honestly just asked her, uh, she said she was a published author and said she was a nerd and I'm, I'm a nerd too. So <laughs> I, I first asked her about her books and I'm not a big reader, so I seemed a lot. I'm. I seemed way more interested than I probably was, just so I could talk to her. Um, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um, there, there wasn't an immediate attraction though, just from a picture, you know. Um, and so we started talking, and just kind of hit it off right away. Um, I'm always worried about like getting catfish and stuff, so we actually Facebook video chatted. Wait, wait, wait. What's catfish? You don't know what catfish is? It's, so let's explain let's it. Let's explain it. Okay, so catfishing is where you're like what, online dating or online chatting and the person on the other end is not actually who they say they are. Yep. Yeah, so I can totally understand your, your feels on that. I've been catfished before, so I know the pain. Yep, I, didn't, I didn't want to be some, some random dude trying to just have fun and be kind of a troll online. <laughs> um, so, Good. yep, um, wanted to make sure who she really was. And then when we did that, I... I knew I wanted to see her. Oh, that's so sweet. So prior, okay. So you say you weren't a big reader. Did you like research her book before um, you like? Her, so her book wasn't out at all yet. Um, oh, okay, cool. Start, so you yep. could play it cool then. Yeah. Yep. We started dating um, right before her book released. Um, I asked her out on the 11th. I think her book came out on the 17th of May of oh, 2018. Wow. Holy cow. Big moments for her. Actually. Yeah, big moments for her for yep. sure. Now, okay, prior to her, had you gone on many Tinder dates or like actually met the person in real life, I guess? Um, I have. I have met one other person um, from Tinder who was actually also from Gillette. Oh, uh, how funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it didn't work out, but it was, it just wasn't meant like she was way different online than she was. Then in she person. was in person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's my question, I guess. Is it like, are people way different? Cause I guess people were way different for me when I was online dating prior to Slade, but they are a lot different. And like, you can think that you have a, a spark with them when you're yep. talking to them online. Then you mean like, Whoa, Nelly. No, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. The chemistry can be completely off. And it's, I think for, I mean, especially like my group of friends and stuff, it's way easier to talk online than it is to talk, you know, face to face. I would agree with that, but I don't, yeah, know, if it's, for sure. I don't know if it's just because the millennial thing, but yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with it's that. It's like non-confrontational. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, there, you know, you don't, if there's an awkward pause, you don't have to, 
you know, you can just wait to reply until you think of something or. Mm-hmm. That, um, that's true. They don't have to know you're mildly panicking on the other end. <laughs> so much, <laughs> so much more filters. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, uh, when I met her, it was, uh, it was immediate, um, really joked around and she is a very shy person and I'm very outgoing. So that was interesting. Oh, that's actually makes a good point. That probably is good for people who aren't as outgoing. Online dating is probably a really good pro for them. Yep. Yep. It is. And, um, she is, she's just great. Um, oh, that's normally so sweet. like anywhere we go now, I have to order for her cause she's too, too shy to go up and ask. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so and if, cute. And if anything's wrong, she'll just like, Oh, it's fine. You don't need to tell them that they did it wrong. I'll just, I'll just eat this thing that I didn't order. It's okay. And I didn't order. <laughs> That's so sweet. Now, a question I have for you, because I know this is a little bit different for, for everybody. And Tia, we kind of covered this the other day. But was it weird for you guys to tell your families how you met? Um, Actually, no, it wasn't. Because prior to um, Allie and I meeting, my sister met um, a man on Tinder as well. Oh, now is she still with said man? She is not. Um, oh no! Depressing. It was a, it was about a five year relationship though. So Holy it was, cow! It was pretty long. They were uh, so at one point. I have an older brother as well. He met his now wife on Tinder. So at one point, all three of us met through Tinder and were together. So you didn't have to lie about it because so many nope. people are like hiding it, hiding the fact that they met online. Because I feel like people think online dating is like online shopping. Like, yeah. but just for another human being, just a partner. And so I feel like when they're like, yeah, we met on Tinder, they also think it's a hookup thing too. Yeah. Yep. But that was, I, that was one thing that we had to kind of go through with telling at least our friends and, you know, people around our age, knowing that, mm-hmm. um, that we met through is normally it is known as more of a hookup app, but yeah. I never saw it as that. So. Well, see, okay. So just as from a girl's perspective, I know how guys can be on Tinder. Are girls total trolls on Tinder? Like, I don't know how the opposite, like how my same sex is. Are they, are they jerk faces? Um, some of them can be. Um, I don't really know. Sometimes they'll just kind of ghost you and that's fine. Oh, I mean, it's that, just, that's totally fine. Yeah. You know, then you're you know they're not a, interested. You're making an assumption based on, you know, a quick bio of who they are and a few pictures. That's yeah. not, you can't so really win someone over. Yeah. So realistic from your tinder dates what is the like ratio of like what they really look like compared to what they really look like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um mine is honestly 100 percent. um i've never been catfished um I, oh, I, that's another word for catfishing is what another word for catfishing what that they look way different than what they are oh yeah that's a yeah that's okay. a real thing yeah yep um, we're, t- we're learning yeah no that's okay um the thing is with uh Girl, no matter what, though, I think guys aren't as guys don't take a lot of time with their profiles. It seems like girls, you know, girls can do makeup and they can kind of contour their face and take angles. Oh, that's so true. You, know, you can you can see a picture of a girl from the neck up and you're like, wow, she is really good looking. And then from the I neck mean, down, it could just be totally it could different. be a little different, which could be off putting <laughs> to some. Um, yeah. not saying looks aren't everything at all. Um, yeah. But when but, you're expecting one thing and get another, yeah, yep, I totally yep, get it that. It can throw you off. Um, but I've never met, I mean, honestly, everyone I've met on Tinder has been relatively nice. And well, I've never had an issue. I guess I have a question. Like, as a guy, is there pressure to, like, 
post like flexing pictures or uh, like a feeling of inadequacy when like when you've set up your own bio I guess that's it I mean it might be but I am definitely not that kind yeah, of guy you're not you're totally not that <laughs> um, person <laughs> I'm, I'm relatively uh small I just like to I like to just meet new people and try to just make sure to I'm just a nice person I think and hope that I can win them over not with my looks but with your personality Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the the details. So you went and bought an engagement ring last night. <laughs> I did. Yes. Yep. Okay. We just need a few details on this. What what led you to this point? And I know you kind of said a little bit about how you're wanting to propose, but I don't know how much details you want to give. Yeah. Um. So for me, it was it wasn't even just kind of like I honestly was ready to get off Tinder and you know slow down and just be be single for a bit, enjoy my 20s. And then I matched with Allie and it was, we we went on a date together. I drove, so in the beginning, I used to drive to Gillette from Spearfish. Uh, I would drive to Gillette to see her, come back um, at least every weekend. And then there were some times if she wanted to come here, I would pick her up in Gillette, drive back to Spearfish, we'd hang out. And then I'd drive her back to Gillette the same day and then I would come home. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Wow. So it was, Did it make you second guess that radius? Honestly, not at all. Um, we've been, wow. we've been together and it's, we've, we're, we're not living together yet. Um, mm -hmm. She's still going to college in Gillette and I've got a good job here. So we decided to not, not move anywhere just yet until we're, we're ready to. Right. Um, right. But oh it gosh. is, um, the, the miles actually made it better because, you know, you're not, you don't have to get burnt out as fast, you know, you can, you can kind of let it grow organically and just mm. learn more about them. I think anyway, um, I wish I could see her all more than, you know, once or twice every week. Yeah. Yep. But, um, what led me to getting the engagement ring was there was just a time where like, I've never had it to where she, when she is telling me stuff about herself and what made her excited about her day, I've never just been like I could feel myself like just happy knowing that she had a good day and just she is she's going to be successful in what she whatever she wants to do. Oh it's, yeah. It's 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 an aha moment of you just kind of look at them and while they're talking and not even paying attention and for me it was I I said to myself I, this is the girl I want to marry. This is oh. this is who I want to be with. <laughs> that is so sweet. So how long into your relationship did you know you wanted to marry her? About a year. About a year. Well, we are. We could not be happier for you. I know it's so cool. Yes, thank you. Thank so you. sweet. Now, I just want you guys to get engaged and live happily ever after. Now, <laughs> I, I, I know a really so, cool yeah. wedding venue. Yeah, she. She has. If you don't know, she actually owns the Barnet Aspen Acres, the new wedding venue on the way oh. to. Yeah. So, j just so you know who you're talking to. Sorry, I didn't even introduce you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Well, it's <laughs> nice to meet you, and hopefully. Hopefully, we'll, that's where we'll be. I'd like to get married somewhere around Spearfish area. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, she can hook you up. <laughs> Give yep. us a call. I sure will. Um, oh, goodness. But as, as far as um, my plan, she is a huge Disney person. She, she told me when we first met, she was like, I want to either get proposed to at Disneyland or I want to have my honeymoon in Disneyland. Oh, well, and so if she knows you're planning a trip to Disneyland, then isn't she going to know that you're going to pop the question? She, I don't think she has that. Uh, I've actually talked with my cousin who lives in Florida, and he, what we're thinking is we'll go to Disney World first a year, like this year, 
kind of do it that way she's just thinking it's going to be another trip to to a, a disney park. okay and okay way, um and i'm planning on disney has its uh you can buy packages in stay in a in the resort in the park and you can go out and you can propose in front of the castle before the gates open oh, oh my gosh, gosh i really hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh so that that's my goal and uh we went ring shopping and she was so bless her heart she is not sometimes she's just not all there with um what what she thinks is going on it's it's honestly it's one of the things i love about her she's just so Aww. just nonchalant can go with anything i i took her to zales and was looking at rings and stuff like just trying to picture and my mom actually helped me out earlier she was like well my ring size is this why don't you try this ring on and see what kind of ring size you are oh <laughs> hey mom so, coming in clutch we see yep, you <laughs> yep, mom, mom really helped me out there um and so we went there and they have a disney engagement uh like wedding selection what oh my God. Yeah, are you so, serious wow yep. so i have a uh a aerial enchanted uh disney engagement ring with a wedding band and that's her favorite disney princess i'm assuming yep, yep. she was that for halloween so it was I think it was just meant to be. Oh my goodness! We cannot wait. This is so exciting. This is a Tinder success story. Yes, yep. and yep. an engagement and marriage in the works. So that's yep. super exciting. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much for your time, Tori. This just like warmed our hearts, and I'm sure it'll warm the hearts of our listeners. Thank um, you. Thank you for it, having me. Absolutely, you have the best day. You as well. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. today we have for our quote of the day is from mr bill gates and the quote is the internet is becoming the town square for the global village of tomorrow yeah it's so true so who's in your town square Ooh, i'd have to think about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is cool and it's so true it is it's a global village of tomorrow hmm. so we're gonna leave that little nugget with you for today's podcast we want to say thank you for tuning in and tune in next monday as we continue the series with world wide web and we will also have another interview uh, about the love segment and how other couples have met on the internet and we might even have a couple other fun interviews for you as well stay tuned on that so rate and review us guys we really appreciate it lets us know that you guys are enjoying it and that you guys are listening to it email us if you have any questions or things you want answered or things you guys think would be good on the podcast um go and like us on facebook instagram twitter and gosh we just want to say thank you for tuning in thanks for listening guys yeah have a good one bye